You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank, and I'm a little embarrassed that I ran out of breath halfway through that first segment. I can't seem to get up under my own power anymore. Anyways, this week it is episode 276, and this is uh, this is a game that I've wanted to cover for quite a while, a game out of my own personal backlog here on rtg uh back i fuck it was like march or april or something but our 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 patreon poll we do one every month and our patreon poll that month was was based on the game boy game boy and game boy color games and it came down to a three-headed a a three-horse race a three-headed horse race between metroid 2 wario land 3 and pokemon trading card game that it was a dogfight to the end metroid 1 we covered that on an episode of the show but i've always been interested in pokemon trading card game especially ever since that that poll so i finally fired it up on my switch and played it over the last few weeks and in about three sessions i went from i suck at this game this isn't for me to i don't care that it's your sister's birthday i have to stay home and play this game i fucking love the pokemon trading card game holy shit now i want to make this clear for all you diehards, I've been playing this game for about three weeks. I've never played the tabletop version. I've never held a physical Pokemon card. I'm the furthest thing from an expert when it comes to the Game Boy version. So please be gentle with your, uh, well, actually, when it comes to this one, all right? I'm, I'm a noob. I'm learning. But I just, I really 
genuinely enjoyed this game. I'm, I'm always going to have a soft spot for the first generation of Pokemon, and seeing them in this strategic card combat format was fucking rad. I, I don't know if this is a spicy take or not. I'm going to have to let it simmer for a bit and decide if I really feel this way, but I, I might. I might actually like Pokemon trading card game a little bit more than just normal Pokemon RPGs. I don't know. I got to give it some time to see. I really like it. Uh, if you like Pokemon, if you like card games, or you just like good video games, I, I really recommend giving this game a shot. It's going to teach you how to play the Pokemon trading card game. It taught me, and it's really addictive. If I had played this back when it came out, I might have a giant safe full of Pokemon cards somewhere right now. Uh, as it is, I... I, I I th for now, I think this might be the end of my Pokemon trading card game journey for the time being, but uh, it was a great ride. I will definitely play this one again. I might look up the sequel. We get into that a little bit on the show uh, because my guest this week is the biggest nerd I know, my buddy Keeks. He's been playing Pokemon trading card games since it came out back in 2000, and honestly, this was just a really fun, laid-back episode of the show. When I created Remember the Game, I envisioned a retro gaming podcast that resembled the conversations we used to have as kids just sitting around on the playground just geeking out about the games that we liked and i really think we captured that in this episode so with a little bit more profanity so uh whether you like or hate pokemon trading card game or maybe you've never played it before i hope you enjoy this episode uh, as much as we did and we'll get there in just a minute because speaking of hoping you'll enjoy something as much as i do it's time for another edition of the remember the game infamous intro dun, 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 dun. If you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Consider this your warning. Our intros are kind of long, but they're fun. We talk video games and stuff. I recommend giving them a shot. And if you want to skip it, it's you can do it without having to flip a goddamn rigged fucking goddamn... Fuck, I hate that fucking coin. I can't even get my... I'm choking on my own rage here. I can't even get the words out of my mouth. That is my one criticism of this game, and I can't save it for the game chat. The coin in Pokemon trading card game is as rigged as Two-Face's coin. It is such a fucking screw job. And if that doesn't make sense, it will by the end of this episode. The point being, if you do want to skip the intro, go to about the 30-minute mark. You'll get into Pokemon Talk. But I recommend giving us a chance. Let, let, a chance. A chat. A chance. Let us... I was going to say shot and chance, and I went with the chat. Uh, whew, what are we? Four minutes? I better tell you this is some people's first episode of the show, and we're about five minutes in, and it's not... Uh, is not going well. Anyway, give it a chance. I got to get my plugs out of the way. Give me a couple minutes. This is how we keep the bills on. Um, we have merchandise. You can check it all out at rememberthegamepodcast.com. It was all designed by my man Joe from 4545 Creative. It's pretty nice. I, I am proud of it. And uh, of course, if you don't like clothes, I get it. You could always support. I'm naked right now. You could always just support us on Patreon. It's about the greatest deal in the history of the universe. And I know every podcast plugs their Patreon. Ours is really fucking good. Our subscriptions start at just $3 a month. You, we have over 500 hundred archived bonus ad-free podcasts waiting for you over there right now and we drop four additional shows every week monday purple monkey dishwasher mark McHugh and i talk about the simpsons it's a good time tuesday the rambling idiot i talk about anything i want comedy videos uh or movies i guess which are videos fuck what's my problem today sports whatever the fuck the rambling idiot i'm living up to the name every thursday we drop Expansion Pass, which is a different gaming show every week. We look at different characters, consoles, generations, ranking lists, modern game reviews. It's a good time. And every Friday, it's Game Patch, where I look at the biggest news in modern video games and give you my thoughts and all that kind of shit. Um, why am I so bad at this this week? I'm like, I'm lost. I've done this 276 times, and I'm lost in my notes. This past week, it was Expansion Pass 188. 
The topic was up to our patrons, and the games that changed gaming won the poll. And what was wild about this episode was I actually had to drop about 15 games from the list that we were going to talk about so the episode wasn't three hours long. It was crazy looking back and realizing just how big of impact some of these games have had on this hobby that we all love so much. And as is becoming tradition, here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of Expansion Pass, The Games That Changed Gaming. But I, when I played Metal Gear Solid, I never experienced anything like this. Like the long cutscenes and the storytelling and how dramatic it was. It really was like playing through a season of a dramatic TV show or playing through a fucking dramatic movie. And I agree with you when you argue that games like The Last of Us, God of War, Spider-Man, all these great storytelling games, I don't know where they... I mean, chances are eventually something was going to come along and tell stories like this. But it's not about what could have happened. It's about what did happen. Metal Gear Solid is like a Hall of Fame untouchable game changing video game so i agree with you daniel i had metal gear solid on my list as well to this day i can't think of many games where i finished them and i was like holy fuck even though i didn't finish metal gear solid back when i tried because it's too fucking i disagree with you the controls have held up i i think the controls or you said the gameplay is so much fun i don't know if i agree with that i think the controls drive me fucking crazy but even just like little things like hearing his like his footsteps and hearing the the like approaching soldiers and looking at them on the radar and being able to hide under things and watching their feet walk by and stuff like that. So that's now available on our archives. And this week it's Expansion Pass 189. And sticking with that theme of games that changed gaming, we're going to dedicate an episode of the show to the original PlayStation. Because a ton of PS1 games popped up on that Games That Changed Gaming episode. And the PlayStation as a console itself probably changed the hobby forever as well. So uh, it's one of the goats, and we haven't done a deep dive into a console in a while. So we're going to show that little gray box of awesome some love on the show this week. So that'll go live tomorrow for all of our patrons. Again, subscriptions start at $3 a month to get new shows every week, instant access to hundreds of ad-free archive bonus podcasts, plus access to the Remember the Game Discord. You get a chance to vote on our Patreon poll every month to get the ability to submit comments to be read on our shows. You can DM with me. There's discounts available on our merchandise, and you even get a shout-out. I get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to our newest patrons, Jonathan Barefoot, Bryce Hagman. Hagman? Hagman? I like Hagman better, Bryce. I think it's Hagman, but I'm going Hagman. Um, Ar Arcadiology Podcast. That's a clever name. I like that. L Liam Lo Loftus. Mediocre Bulge. I can relate to that. Burger Brat 77 Tegan's Glitch. Ryan Stemmerding, Austin Rita, Mutiny Frame and Body, Ninja Kick the Damn Rabbit, I get that reference, Eli Gonzalez, Jake Matthews, Brandon, that's fake as fuck, and Captain Superstar. Thank you all so much for the support and welcome to Remember the Game Industries. You can check that out at patreon.com slash remember the game. And finally, don't forget you can check me out over on the old Twitch box. I'm on there whenever I have time twitch.tv slash member the game throw me a follow it's free it'll tell you what i'm on there and you can come by and tell me why captain picard is better than captain kirk don't actually do that i don't know it's a simpsons quote i don't know i don't even know who they which one's the bald one that's kirk right is it picard no that i i don't care i don't know whatever anyways that's it up blowing myself let's blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges it is our opening segment here on the show i read a few comments and questions from our patrons usually gaming related but not always and we call this segment blowing in the cartridge he blows all right he blows big time that's it honey get into the spirit 
Let's blow our first blower this week is Mr. Sparkle, who said, Has Adam Sucks at Video Games officially stopped? Also, do you upload your Twitch streams anywhere besides Twitch? So if you don't know, I do have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rememberthegame. And uh, I do have a bunch of Let's Plays up over there. And they're I, I it's my Adam Sucks at Video Games series. And I haven't uploaded one in quite a while now. Fuck, it's probably been almost a year since I uploaded one. Uh, to answer your question, Mr. Sparkle, I wouldn't say Adam Sucks at Video Games is dead. The problem is just it takes a very long time to do one of them and to edit it and get it up. And between five podcasts a week and stand-up comedy, I uh, I just don't have a lot of time left. So I, I'm i not saying Adam Sucks, at video game, uh, Adam Sucks at Video Games is dead. I'd like to bring it back in the new year. It's more of just a time thing than anything um i am playing through the new super mario rpg remake over on twitch right now and i've been recording all my streams i might throw those together into a session or a video and put it up on youtube also do you upload your twitch streams anywhere besides twitch not normally no i might start putting more of them up on youtube i just i'm not really that good or interested in the whole video editing thing and again it's just a time like there's only so many hours in the day, and like that's just the project that seems to fall by the wayside is the YouTube channel. But there are some pretty decent profanity-laced Let's Plays up over there, and I would like to do more of them in the new year. But I, I And yes, to answer your question, I don't really upload most of my Twitch streams anywhere else. So there you go. Thank you for writing in. Super Jess said, Blank, what's your favorite roast of coffee? I'm a UPS driver. I deliver to an incredible local coffee shop here, and I'd love to hook you up with some delicious beans roasted in the countryside of Virginia. I'm a light roast guy myself. Cheers. Uh, if you don't know, yeah, I am a coffee fiend. I'm not a coffee snob. I want to make sure I make that. Like, I've had people that wrote in, and they're like, dude, do you have a, a court press or whatever the fuck it's called where you squish the beans and make that? And I'm like, no. I Whatever my wife buys and puts in the pantry is what I put in my coffee machine. I'm not a snob. I just really enjoy a good cup of black coffee. I drink two or three a day. I love it. Um, my favorite's probably, yeah, probably a light or like the blonde type roast or whatever the fuck they're called. Light roast, blonde, whatever. I don't like the dark roast as much. They're a little too, uh, punchy for me, but I, I like the light blonde. I, I hope that, I don't even know if that answers the question. I don't know. I usually drink a cafe coffee because that's what's in our pantry, but I like the lighter stuff as well. Uh, thanks for writing in, Super Jess. Tommy Simps said, hey there, Mr. Blank. Now that Spotify wrapped is out, I want to know who your top podcasts were thank you for being a part of my yearly rap hugs and kisses hugs and kisses to you as well tommy uh i actually first of all thank you to everyone that tagged me in those i got tagged in a ton of those spotify rap things i tried to show some love to everybody i might have missed some there was a lot of them uh humbling fucking beyond words man i i never thought anyone would listen to this dumb show to see myself like popping up on these lists next to some pretty big name podcasts turn me on a little bit so uh thank you i had a, a great night by myself candles on a little bit of wine and i just looked at all your spotify raps and uh then i washed the sheets it was great it was really nice so thank you to everybody to answer your question though tommy i actually i'm an old school i'm an i'm an old boomer i i listen to my podcasts on apple podcasts not on spotify i know i'm like the one so i don't get a spotify wrap up but my favorite podcast as i've mentioned before is swindled it's a uh like uh white collar crime podcast is absolutely my favorite podcast i recommend it to everybody swindled love that show i also listen to kurt angles podcast there's just too many fucking ads um those are really the only podcasts i listen to these days with any regularity i uh, i used to listen to gaming shows but now that i do so many myself usually when i walk molly i listen to music or audiobooks but i i love swindled and i do like kurt angles show so th those would probably be my one and two would probably be those two. Oh, and uh ear hustle 
I've only listened to a couple episodes. It's about a guy that's in prison talking about life in prison. It's pretty interesting, but th- that's, those are the main ones. Hagel Waffle said, hey, Mr. B, what's your take on the Koopa kids? Originally, they were Bowser's kids. So does that mean Bowser had at least one side gal out there while he's trying to woo Peach? I mean, no wonder she doesn't want to marry him. Being a stepmom to seven is one hell of an ask. Then there's Bowser Jr. What's his deal? Did Bowser clone himself? And that's why Jr. looks like Bowser and why he's included in so many evil plans. And the non-clone children are now second fiddle. I think you might need to bring Mari back again so we can get to the bottom of this. Keep kicking ass, please. I would like to know the fucking truth of this as well. Because I know, and listen, don't write in with your stories about how Nintendo has come out and explained that the Koopalings aren't Bowser's kids anymore. Go back and read the Super Mario Brothers 3 manual. I'm fucking like 90. I'm going to Google that shit right now. I'm like 90% sure that it says right there in the manual that the Koopalings are Bowser's kids. And if that's the case, you can't listen. My mom and dad would have done that with me a long time ago. You can't just decide I don't like my kids anymore. These aren't my kids now. That's not how it fucking works. All right. If they're your kids. They're your fucking kids. Yeah, these are Bowser's kids. Bowser himself in the Mario 3 manual has a cartoon balloon coming from him that says, ha ha ha, these are my seven children that are going to help me take over the mushroom world. These are his kids. So I, my, my thoughts are, yes, Bowser Jr. probably is a crappy clone and he sucks and he should be killed off. I hate that kid. But I don't think Bowser had a side gal. I think that the seven Koopalings are from Bowser's first marriage. And then things fell apart, and now he's trying to woo Peach. And uh, whoever his former wife is has left for, like, PlayStation or something. But, yes, the Koopalings are his kids, and Bowser Jr. is an abomination, and I hate him. Fuck, I hate that kid. Uh, Wasabi said, hey, Adam, as a wrestling fan, did you ever backyard wrestle? My friend and I used to be huge Hardy Boys fans, and we did the exact opposite on his trampoline of the Don't Try This at Home ad that aired after a publicity break. Our careers almost ended when my friend did a swanton bomb from his cottage to the trampoline. It made a bounce so far that he landed out breaking his collarbone. Jesus. Yes, I did. I was a huge backyard wrestler. No joke. When I was in high school, late 90s, early 2000s, uh, Cold Lake Championship Wrestling, my wrestling name was Blank. My finisher was the Blank Expression, which was the Famouser, but I would get jump up onto your shoulders and then hit you with a Famouser. And uh, trivia note, I am the last and still reigning and defending Cold Lake Championship Wrestling Canadian Heavyweight Champion. I won that title in 2001, and now it's 2023, almost 2024. So I, uh, I might end up with the longest world title reign, Canadian heavyweight title reign in the history of professional wrestling. Yes, I was a big backyard wrestler back then. Good times. I love backyard wrestling. Uh, DePitsy Jr. said, Mr. Blank, what are some laid back games you like to play on your Switch or Steam Deck when watching a football or a baseball game? Um, that's great. You know, I usually just play whatever I'm playing. I do like to play, Tet- like, you know, if I'm working on a game for the show. I do like Tetris 99 as one of my time sinks when I just need to focus or I don't, you know, when I want to listen to something while I'm playing Tetris 99 is a big one. Uh, honestly, the Pokemon trading card game was a big one for a few weeks. I like to do Minecraft on my steam deck just with Xbox cloud gaming. I'll do some Minecraft on there or MLB the show on there. That's a good time killer as well. Uh, or I'll just go into like the super Nintendo online and just play like super Mario world or super punch out or just one of those games that I love so much. Those are probably, or, Oh, Slay the Spire. Fuck, how did I... I can't believe I almost forgot that. Slap myself in the face. The official, the unofficial official game of Slay the Spire. Uh, of Remember the Game. I'm really bad at this. I need another coffee. But I don't have time to go make one. I gotta get the show done. Slay the Spire. Rush's Dog Walker said, Has the attendance of your live comedy shows increased as a result of Remember the Game? And what episode was it when you were like, I've made it. I can do this for a living. 
Uh, to answer your first question first, not really. Um, have my has my live comedy show audiences increased as a result of Remember the Game? Not really, because ironically, I don't do as many comedy clubs because of Remember the Game. I do private shows because I can pick and choose my shows now because of this podcast, and the private corporate shows pay exponentially better than the clubs. So I do the private shows where there is no attendance. It's just whoever works for the company. Uh, I do meet the occasional listener at a, you know when I do do the clubs or if I do a public show and it's always just ridiculously cool and humbling when someone comes up like yo I love your podcast like if you're ever at one of my shows please come up and say hi it's so sick I I appreciate that so much uh but no plus and I've talked about this before I actually just talked about it on the rambling idiot this week quite a bit um most of my listeners live in the US and I'm not allowed to perform in the US because I don't have a work visa so I wouldn't say they've really helped my comedy, but they have made it so I can pick and choose the gigs I take, which is nice. And as far as what episode was it when I was like, I've made it, I can do this for a living when it comes to the podcast, I wouldn't say there was an official episode. It was the pandemic when comedy died because we weren't allowed to go outside. Uh, I actually applied for quite a few warehouse jobs, but I had a hard time getting interviews because I'd been out of the job market for about three years at that point due to comedy. And uh, so I doubled down on Remember the Game and just started going all in on it while I wasn't able to go out and do stand-up. And then by the time the pandemic was over, or whatever the fuck you want to say, and we were able to go back to work, the show had gotten so big that it took over. So I don't think there was one particular episode. Uh, good, thank you, though, for asking. Uh, and finally, before we move on, it's letter time. It's letter time. Standard Ass Brian said, I've listened to you talk shit about Mallow for years now, and I gotta say, I don't think he does anything to earn the hate. Is he the best character, or do I use him once I get Bowser or Peach? Absolutely not. But he still doesn't deserve so much shit talk. I feel like I need to address this, because I've been playing the Mario RPG remake on stream, and everybody keeps saying, why do you hate Mallow so much? Uh, A... He just sucks. He's stupid looking and he's an idiot that thinks he's a frog when he's actually a cloud or a chewed up piece of gum or whatever the fuck. His own family got rid of him. And then when he came back, everybody was still trying to pretend like he wasn't Prince Mallow because they didn't want to acknowledge that he lived there. So it's not just me. His own people dislike him. Uh, he is rendered completely useless in the game once you get a hold of Bowser and Peach because you don't really need his attack magic. And Peach's healing magic absolutely dominates anything that Mallow can do. He's always taking his pants off when he attacks, which irritates me. He cries too much, which irritates me. And I just have an irrational fear of clouds because I think they're put there by the aliens. And so Mallow is probably secretly a, a worker of the aliens. And I understand that that might sound stupid when you consider that Gino is from fucking outer space and I'm supportive of him. But all the other things I just said, uh, those don't apply to Gino. His family didn't get rid of him because he sucks and didn't try to ignore him. I just hate him. So I will say he is exponentially more useful in the remake than he was in the original game, but I've never played through a full game of Mario RPG with Mallow. I have done it with Bowser and Peach is my go-to party, and I've done it with Bowser and Gino just for the lulls. I'd like to do one with Peach and Gino, but Mallow is I Mallow might Mallow is Edward from Final Fantasy IV to me, just utterly useless and crappy and a spoony bard. He's a spoony cloud. Fuck him. Anyway, thank you to everybody that wrote in this week. As always, we got to keep this ball rolling. So let's switch things up and get to our Smash Hit segment, the official game show of Remember the Game Industries. It is... Play one, remake one, erase one. And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. 
Every week, I give our patrons three retro video games. They can play one as it was released. They can remake one as a modern game. And the third is Erased from Time Forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. We'll get to that in just a minute. This week, we're talking a Pokemon spinoff game with Pokemon trading card game. So I went with three more. I have Pokemon Pinball for the Game Boy Color, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge for the Game Boy Color, and Pokemon Conquest for the Nintendo DS, I believe. And this one was close all around. The winner was to play Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, remake Pokemon Pinball, and erase Pokemon Conquest. That was 25%. 24% said play Pokemon Pinball, remake Pokemon Challenge, and then still erase Pokemon Conquest. So let's see what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Davey Millie said, I'm going to play Pokemon Pinball. I had this game growing up and spent countless hours trying to catch and evolve all the Pokemon. One of my best games I had back then. I wish I still had it. I'll remake Pokemon Challenge. I always appreciate a great puzzle game. An updated port to the Switch with current graphics sounds like it'd be a good time. And I'll erase Pokemon Conquest. I've never heard of it before, so it would not be missed one way or another on my end. There's a lot of people that wrote in erasing Pokemon Conquest because they never heard of it. I've never heard of it either, but that's why I refuse to erase it. So it's interesting. Some of you are looking at it different ways than me. Captain T75 said, I haven't played any of these, but Conquest looks interesting, so I'll remake that. I'll play pinball because there's few things as enjoyable as going to a bar and playing pinball. This game definitely ain't that, but I don't have the same affinity for puzzle games, so I'm going to erase the puzzle one. I love that. <laughs> I love that you're like, because you're right. Go to a bar, having a beer, and playing a game of pinball is a good time. I love the idea of you going to the bar as a grown man uh, and sitting in the corner and just playing Pokemon Pinball on your Game Boy while you're having a beer. I, I like that. I, I like that image quite a bit. Steamed Hams from Albany. It's an Albany expression. Said, finally, one I'm partially qualified to answer. Play Pokemon Puzzle Challenge since it's essentially Gen 2 Pokemon Puzzle League in a portable format. Remake Pokemon Pinball. I think with new creative mechanics, I could see myself enjoying it. And then erase Pokemon Conquest since I'm biased, never played the original, and I am afraid of new things. I understand the fear of new things. I can get on board with that, 100%. Evan Azo said, this is pretty easy for me. I'm going to play Pokemon Conquest because I've never played it before and I can't tell what it is just by the name and I'm curious. I'll remake Pinball because it's awesome and I'd love to see a new one with set pieces and tables from all the new games. And I'll erase Puzzle Challenge because I feel like I'd play it for five minutes, get bored, and throw it in the trash anyway. Them's the rules. Who the fuck throws their games in the trash after five minutes? Like you traded it or you sell it. You rich kids just throwing your games in the trash because you're bored of them after five minutes? Ah, rich bastards. Liam uh, Lo Lo Loftus? Loftus? I'm going Loftus. Liam Loftus said, Remake Puzzle Challenge because I'd like a puzzle game and I haven't played this one. Play Conquest because I think the dude on the box art is sexy. And Erase Pinball because I don't really get pinball. I actually don't have a problem with any of that logic. This is a pretty good looking dude on the cover of uh, Pokemon Conquest. I'll concur with that. I'm actually going with 10% of you this week, including Amanda Hug and Kiss, who said, I never played any of these before, so I'm going off mostly of just the cover art. I'll play Puzzle League, because I've at least heard of this one, and I like puzzles. I'll remake Conquest, because I don't know what's going on there, but that's a dope title, and it looks interesting. Just put it on the Switch. So I guess I have to erase Pinball, which sucks, because I like Pinball in general, but this one isn't tickling my gooch, like the other two are. It's an underrated word. I uh, I go in the same order for different reasons. I'm going to play Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, because I really like puzzle games, so I don't see how I wouldn't enjoy playing Pokemon Puzzle Challenge. I'm going to remake Pokemon Conquest because I looked this shit up. It is a goddamned Pokemon tactical RPG. I didn't even know this existed. I love tactical RPGs. So I'll remake it and just port it to the Switch. Maybe this is like Pokemon's Final Fantasy Tactics and just nobody's played it. And then I'm going to race Pokemon Pinball because I know it's going to upset some of you. I really don't like Pinball very much. 
Maybe one game at the bar when I'm drunk, like we said earlier. That's it. People have been asking me for a Sonic Spinball episode of this show for years. I have tried that game a dozen times. I can't beat the first level. I fucking hate pinball. So I'm not doing it. Fuck you. That's it. Thank you, everyone that wrote in. We're going to pause here. We'll get a quick word in from our sponsor. Then I'll tell you what I've been playing. And we'll get into the Pokemon trading card game talk. All right? We will be right back. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That could be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001, and a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, Crash Plan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. Crash Plan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a Crash Plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. All right, so despite the fact that this is kind of the busiest time of the year for me when it comes to comedy, I'm actually playing a lot of video games right now. I'm playing Super Mario RPG Remake, playing through the whole game on Twitch. We're at the end right now. Should be dead soon. Uh, I've been playing Star Wars Jedi Survivor as my last 2023 game that I want to sneak in before we do the blankies in January and decide our real game of the year. I've been playing Star Wars Shadows of the Empire on my Nintendo 64 to get ready for quite possibly, probably, next week's episode of Remember the Game. It's awesome. It's hard as fuck. But it's awesome. And then uh, I've actually been playing a little bit of EA Sports PGA Tour and MLB The Show 23. Just after my gigs, I get home and I smoke a little bit of pot. And I just need to unwind. I've been playing those two. So lots of games going on here. Let's talk Pokemon trading card game. That's why you're here. As always, I like to let some of you nerds sound off on the game we're covering before my guest and I hog the microphone. There were a lot of comments this week praising this game. So let's let's suck some trading card game wank right here. Wank? Wanker? Ween, whatever. Wang. Man. I seriously only had one cup of coffee this morning, and I'm feeling it. I'm, I suck at this. The Angry New Yorker said, I fucking love this game, and I can't for the life of me understand why Game Freak has never made another one. So, Keeks and I get into that a little bit on the show. A lot of you have written into me. I know there is a sequel to this one, and a lot of, say, of people say it's better. 
Um, it never got released in like English. There's like fan translated versions of it out there. I might buy them up at some point, but I do. I, I agree with you, but I, Keegs and I get into it on the show. And I think by the end of the episode, we both agree that like, I think the reason we're not getting more of these offline or single player ones now is because they're, they're like the live service games where they can sell you actual packs are the future. Unfortunately, because I would love more games like this as well. Uh, dollars to donuts said this game gets a replay from me every year or so it's so addictive and the soundtrack is underrated i think this is the best soundtrack on the game boy i'll straight up best soundtrack on the game boy candido said when i was a kid i asked for pokemon blue for christmas because my sister had pokemon red and i wanted my own game instead my parents got me the trading card game and i was so disappointed at first but once i started playing it i really got into it and soon found my sister was fighting me to share it at the time too it really helped my child brain to understand how to play card games so eventually i was able to play physical card games with the other kids and feel confident that i could kick ass this would be a great introduction to them like I, i'm not kidding this came out when i was in grade 11 uh, if this had come out when I was in elementary school, I would have been obsessed with this game. And it is a great introduction to card games. I agree. Goatmaster said, dude, I played so many card games back in the day, and this game helped scratch the itch when I had no one to play with. The second one is better, but it never came here in North America. Officially, wink, wink. I am going to have to look this one up eventually. And Jono Mac G said, Yono? Yono? Yono Mac G? Yono Mac G said, love this game as a kid, took elements of the traditional Game Boy Pokemon games and incorporated the trading card game aspects. As a kid who didn't have the money for buying cards but wanted to open packs, this was a nice way to get the experience of chasing rare cards without spending tons of money. The music is also a highlight. Dude, I gotta say, I've never been like super into opening these packs and like, it's pretty exciting in this game. Every time you win a fight, you get some new packs to flip through. You get a new card. When I got my Alakazam, I lost my mind. That was fucking sick. So I get it. And it was, you're right. You didn't have to buy a bunch of packs. Let's talk about it. I'm so excited to be covering this game. My God, this is my, this is my surprise game of 2023. I did not expect to love this game half as much as I did. Let's talk about it. I'm going to queue up some of that phenomenal music we've been talking about. And when it stops, my buddy Keegs and I are going to talk the Pokemon trading card game, which originally released on the Game Boy Color in North America on April 10th of the year 2000. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. All right, joining me via the blank phone this week to talk PTCG, which as the car or the kids these days, that's how they refer to the Pokemon trading card game, I believe, is the PTCG. So joining me to talk to the PTCG is the K-E-E-G-S. Yeah, that works. It's Keegs. Keegs is talking Pokemon with me. In my head, that sounded so much better. Uh, yeah. Whew. Did it really, though? A little bit. It was mostly Ooh. just letters. It was like a bowl of alphabets in my head, but I like alphabets, so I thought we were going to be okay. Um, we're talking the Pokemon trading card game. Keeks, it's been a while, buddy. How are you? How's life? Uh, I'm all right. You know? Good. Uh, it's cold. Yep. Ish. It's going to get worse. It's, it's not as cold worse. as it should be by now. Yeah. Like, Enjoy it. It's going to get worse. Yeah. And when it gets cold, it's an excuse to sit inside and play the Pokemon trading card game. Exactly. Which, uh, I know, and listen, I'm going to get into wow. your... Yeah, I want to pick no your brain because I know you're like an OG. You've been you've been playing this for a while, and I want to talk to you about I, that. But yeah, I have to, I've been playing this since it came out. Yeah, like I have to say, I've been playing this game for two weeks. 
I started this two weeks ago on my Switch. And do you remember a few months ago we did the Game Boy Patreon poll and it came down to Metroid 2, this, and I think Super Mario Land 3 Wario. I think the Wario game. I think. I think it was Solomon's Club. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. The, nah, the final I'm pretty two. sure it was Solomon's Club. I don't. The game it? you should I, play it. I've never. You're lying. I've never even heard of that fucking <laughs> game. That wasn't on the poll at all. Is that Sol? Is that Solomon's Key, but on Game Boy? Yeah. No oh, fuck. I. <laughs> that was that was my other jam. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, at least you had. I I can't say it's not good. I don't. I like Solomon's Key. That was so my maybe... puzzle game. You had Tetris. I had Solomon's Club. Fuck. <laughs> wow. Maybe it's good. I gotta play. I'll, I'll play it eventually. I it like is. Solomon. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's really fun. But I, I remember when that poll was happening, and Metroid Two ended up winning, and I played mm -hmm. it, and it was okay. I liked it enough. It was okay. But I know there was like a big chunk of the community that was really pulling for Pokemon Trading Card Game, and so I, I fired it up a couple weeks ago because I had some time to kill. I saw it on the Nintendo Switch Online, and I was like, you know what? I didn't even tell anybody I was playing it to start. I was like, let me see. If I like it, and then if I like it, then we'll cover it on the show. And you do that first fight, which is like the tutorial one, where you can't even pick your own options. He just tells you what to do, and you can't lose. And I won that yeah. fight, and I'm like, there we go. Then you can just fight him by regular rules, and he beat me like three straight times. And I was like, I don't know if I like this game. I'm not very good at this. But then I beat him, and I was like, well, this isn't bad. Let me go on. And then this game took over my life for like oh, yeah. 10 days. And I have to say, Keegs, Maybe this is a hot take. I'm I'm curious to know because and I want to know your experience with the game. We're gonna get there. I'm curious what you think. I oh I can just hear some of the angry letters coming now. I I'm click, I click, might click, 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 I'm, click at the keyboards. They're ready. I I know they are. I I might. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. I might like this game more than Pokemon. You know, than like actual Pokemon. That's not that hot of a take. Is it? Days. I don't know. Pokemon seems to be pretty fucking divisive on the internet these days. Like, more than it usually is. Like, ever since I started going on, like, message boards and stuff in, like, the early 2000s, like, there's always just been, hey, new Pokemon, a whole bunch of people just shit on it, and then it sells a bajillion copies. Oh, they sell. Fuck, they sell. Oh, my so, God. I think, like, and especially with the popularity of the card game and just, like, old stuff, too, I think if you like this more than regular Pokemon, nah, that's not a hot take. All right, good. Because I, like, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not, like, It's not I'm a not... cold take, but sure. it's not a hot take. It's, like, like a you know, a little take. warm. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not committed. I don't, I wouldn't say I'm committed to that take yet, but I just, like, I don't know. I, I. Like, like I like Pokemon. I like the idea of like you catch. I, I do think Pokemon's a little fucked up. You catch these animals, they live in balls, and they only allowed out to cockfight. Like I think that's yeah. a little bit fucked up. But I like the Pokemon games by and large. But this one, I was like, I don't have to grind. I don't have to fucking manage my team and like rotate out like six people and or six Pokemon and make sure everyone's leveled up and and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not walking around in the grass because I have a grass allergy, looking for fucking Pokemon. Fighting the same three Pidgeys or the same eight Zubats in caves over and over again. It eliminated a lot of the stuff I don't like about traditional Pokemon and put it all into neat little cards. And I just, I fucking love this game. It's so much fun, buddy. Yeah, Fuck. man. It's, it, it's like, it's also like this cool little pocket of time 
of just Pokemon and the card game itself. Because, like, the card game as it is today is absolutely, like, nothing like how the original plays. Like, there's some some similarities. Like, it's the basic structure is mostly the same. Right. But, like, just the way you construct decks and everything these days, it's a lot more, like, combo-heavy right. than it is just people playing Pokemon and smashing them into each other like, uh, yeah, like this and like, game is. And my understanding is like, because for the record, and like, and we're gonna get into like, I want to know about your history of this in like in 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 twenty seconds, but just because I know people are gonna write in about it, like, I know nothing of how this game works in real life. I know nothing of modern versions. Literally, outside of I know there's a really expensive Charizard card, like outside there's of that, there's there's a few. Okay, <laughs> that's see, so I only kind of know that, and outside of that, literally everything I know of the Pokemon trading card game is from this Game Boy Color version of it i know not i as far as i know in future iterations they've added more types and it gets a lot deeper like i don't know anything about it other than this so you said you're like an og so let me ask you like how did the, like because you're a little bit younger than me but i assume you were playing mm. pokemon red blue back in the day were you yep, playing yeah, this sure alongside was. them uh yeah yeah i uh jumped back and forth between both of them uh quite a bit um like this this game specifically i shared with my brother so like we would just kind of like take turns like he would play it for a while and then and I'd play something else like Solomon's Club or regular <laughs> Pokemon sure. and then you know we'd swap over cuz you can have multiple decks so we just mm -hmm. that deck is is my deck that deck is your deck like we even mashed our names together for our character's name nice. and like that was just our game we played together cuz we also had the real card game but uh, when it first came out, the street we lived on had a whole bunch of old people living on it, and cards weren't allowed in school. So we didn't uh, really get to play the card game with people. So this was just us getting to to play it outside of just playing against each other over and over again. I get it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember this not being allowed in school. I remember Pogs not being allowed in school, too. Yeah. Because we were there were too many fights over the Pogs. So kids would yeah, like I was on the tail end of pogs in schools getting yeah, and then kids would literally like get out of school and go down the street like play on the sidewalk just down the street from the school. And be yeah. like, fuck you, you can't touch us now. Play all yeah. the pogs we want. So Yeah, that's what so then, happens every time. And yeah, yeah, it was the same. They banned Pokemon cards and and uh what else? Like Digimon, the Digivices got banned. Oh, like those like, little creatures you'd have? Yeah, yeah, like the I little Tamagotchi those. style yes. one, yeah. <laughs> because like you had to sit there and shake it, and like kids would be fucking sitting there shaking it in class. It looks like they're they're jerking off at their yeah, desk. Yeah, yeah. But and it's just like click 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 as the pedometer oh. goes up, and it's nope. like yeah. So my school banned those like different times. What a I wonder what's banned in school now. I wonder what they've banned now. Uh, books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no shit <laughs> yeah they're like yeah gamble all you want on pokemon cards but you're not reading these fucking books you well done sir that's um, all i'm saying about that yeah me too we're done uh, yeah. <laughs> the show is too political uh yeah <laughs> so then okay so if you've been playing both a long time because that's what that's why i'm hesitant to say that i like pokemon trading card game definitively better than like like i've always loved pokemon red and blue and then i finally played what was gen 2 gold silver yeah yeah i finally played those for the show a couple years ago and i think i had to concede that those are now my favorite pokemon yeah. games are gold and silver i love those games i still love red and blue as well yeah, this one's 100%. still like this is still fresh on my tongue so i'm like i need to let it simmer for a while before i decide 
but I really like it. If you you're OG, what do you like better, traditional Pokemon or Pokemon or the PTCG, as we say? Uh, tr- uh I like this better than traditional Pokemon. Like, yeah. uh, I've been I've played every generation of Pokemon, but I prefer everything, uh, like mechanics wise from Generation Four onward which is Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, along okay. with the Gold and Silver remakes. Yeah, That's where they, they did the whole split with physical and special and all that, and, like, typings. Okay. If you're familiar. A little bit. I have yeah. played some like of the that, modern That's ones. the generation of when that happened. Like, you know, so okay. before, like, water attacks are always special. Rock attacks are always physical. Now you can right. have physical and special of every that, type. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah like that so so sorry so you like it better when they started doing that or less yeah i liked it better oh okay because it just it's it stuff made more sense that way like the game just as they worked out that part of the mechanics i like the that crunchy part of it better yeah the way pokemon is these days it's it's fun but like it doesn't stay with me like some of the older generations did like, I wonder. I'm, I don't remember as many of the new Pokemon. I like, I feel that I way don't too. really remember gym leaders. Yeah, but I wonder genuine because I feel that way too. Like I played the last Pokemon modern, like the the most modern Pokemon that I played is either Sword Shield or uh, Legends, and mm. I really liked Sword and Shield. Like I, I didn't hate Legends, but I didn't love it. Um, but yeah, they didn't stick with me as well either, as much as like Red Blue. But I I wonder how much of that is like they're. <laughs> Like they're not as good or not hitting as, and I wonder how much of it is just when you're a kid, it just hits hard. Yeah, I think Especially, I think it's definitely a, like a nostalgia thing. Like nostalgia yeah. is a very powerful thing, and, and like, like you're just your brain's more of a sponge when you're your kid, right? I, like, I think so too. I was I was what like eight when Pokemon came out, yeah, and then yeah. this game came out when I was ten, right? Like that's like you know right smack in the formative years, and like I'm I'm sure it's still like that because Pokemon is so big, but like. Anyone that wasn't around in like the second half of the '90s when Pokemania fucking hit, like it was, yeah, when it it was everywhere, but yeah, like I vaguely remember like pre Pokemania, yeah, like, like it was, I, I never, it was like it was, you know what it was for for you younger listeners, it was like what Pokemon Go was, like when Pokemon Go first dropped and the entire planet was playing it, that was what yeah. that was Pokemon to all of us in like the late '90s. It was fucking wild, yeah. So, yeah, so when that happened for all of us, we're just like, oh, cool, it's happening again. Again, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, Okay, so just quickly to set the table, if you've never played Pokemon trading card game, and again, I'm, I'm going to make this abundantly clear, I am speaking only to the Game Boy Color version. I've never played it on a tabletop or anything. Um, like, like it, Obviously, you collect Pokemon cards. You collect digital versions of the Pokemon cards. And... It's a little bit like the other Pokemon games in the sense of you control this kid who like sets out to become this like master. You're trying to get all the legendary cards and all this. You're trying to inherit the legendary cards. And you basically go around to eight themed gyms and fight gym leaders uh, that have decks of cards set to like, you know, grass or psychic or fighting or whatever. And a lot of the basic Pokemon, you know, from Gen 1 are in here. This was just Gen 1, which is another reason I loved it so much um not all of them though and there's a couple of minor changes obviously the combat which we'll get into i don't believe all the are they all in it i don't think they all are, are they? uh they yeah might be there's yeah. 200 some uh, cards yeah there's uh wikipedia is telling me 226 cards yeah so i and guess so there's... there's a couple versions of different pokemon and then yeah. you have like the energies yeah. and the trainers i, I would so guess i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure every single card 
uh, is in here. Yeah. I bet you they probably are. So I better backtrack. And like, I know I'm going to get messages if I say anything wrong. So I'm doing my best to get it right. Like uh, when I say 151, Mew is in here. Like you get them all. Yep. Uh, and you basically build a deck. You have to build a 60 card deck and your deck contains of Pokemon, energy cards, which Pokemon use to perform moves, item cards, like potions and revives and stuff like that. And you just go around and battle each other. And then the first person to basically how, it, when you start a battle, uh, you decide how many how many prizes you're you're playing for, and it, it like so say it's a four prize battle. You and whoever you're playing against in the game, then you each draw four cards out of your deck and put them face down. Then you take a hand of seven seven I believe seven cards, and the matchup starts against each other. And whoever the the, the first player to either every time you knock out one of your opponent's Pokemon, you get to flip over one of your prize cards and add it to your hand. So the first player to collect all of their prize cards wins, or if one player runs out of cards, they they lose, or if one player doesn't have any playable Pokemon, then they which I got fucked by a couple of times. We'll get yeah. there. I got yeah. Fucked. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck you. Uh, that's oh that's my like my only big big criticism with the game is the one getting fucked is is yeah is getting getting Pokemon starved. Yeah. Oh god. Losing on like well, turn two. Yeah, and we'll get there. But that's, that's part the, of that. That's part of the balancing issue. Yeah, it is. I was talking um, about. But that's the basic gist of the game. And like Keek said, you can build up to four decks in the game, each of sixty cards. You can't use the same card in multiple decks. It it it's trying to make that you like. That bugs me too. But it, like it bothers. Like me. I understand. I kind of understand why, because it's trying to emulate real life. Exactly. Like if you have four copies of a card, but it's like. It's fucking video game, man. Like, yeah. let, let me just put the same card in all my decks. Like, what's frustrating without having is... to rebuild them every time. Like, because yeah. maybe you're trying to try a couple different brews, and instead of swapping cards in and out, you want to just try two versions of a deck that you, so you can yeah. see which direction you want to take it. Like, so one of the and like, and so then as you play the game, you you get handed you you win packs of cards throughout the game that you open, and you get random cards and. The object of the game is, I mean, the object of the game is to defeat the eight gyms and then go defeat the the four grandmasters or whatever the fuck they're called. And, and then you get the legendary mm. cards. But the other, the other thing in the game is there's 226 cards and it, you know, got to collect them all instead of got to catch them all. You want to get all the cards and they're random opening these packs. But you're right. Like I, so I have four decks and I would, I would set my decks based on like types. Like I had a grass and water deck. I have like a fighting and psychic deck, stuff like that. But I remember, yeah. like, I drew one card that was a double plane energy, which we'll explain okay, more in yeah. a minute, so it makes sense. And it was the first one I, like, by the time I was done with the game, I think I had, like, five of them. But it was my first one. And so I added that to the deck because I was like, that's a pretty handy card. But then when I had to use a different deck, I wanted to add it to my, my other deck. And then I realized, like, I can't just add it to the deck. I have to go into yeah. the first deck that it's in, take it out, add some other card to the deck. That's that's yeah, because it won't me. let you leave the screen at all if it exactly. if it's not exactly sixty. You can't just leave it as like an unusable deck. You're stuck yeah. in the screen. Oh yeah, and th that's what pissed me <sighs> off. Like, I can I can live. To I think an it's extent. a product of its time though. It's yeah, just it, like the well, deck building interface. I think that's just clunky '90s video games. I, I guess so, but like. I have less of a beef with the fact that I can't use the same card in two decks because at least I understand from a semantics standpoint why you can't have this card in two decks. But it's like mm. if I if I was physically playing this game myself, if I was if I had a box full of these cards and I was going around the world fighting people with my cards, and I was like, oh shit, I really mm. want to use my fighting and psychic deck against this guy. I'm gonna pull my double plane energy deck card out of my fire deck and put it into my fighting psychic deck. 
that box of cards isn't going to be like, hey, you can't close us till you put a 60th card in this. <laughs> that, like, that's where I was getting irritated because I'd like yeah. I'd pull shit out to, to top up the deck I need. Then I would just throw random crap into the deck I wasn't using for that time to, to, to be able to close it. But then when I needed that deck again, I had to go back and be like, now what cards did I throw in this that I want out? So that I could put the ones, you know, what I, that was where I got a little yeah. minor irritation, but yeah, my um, major irritation for me, but also like filling up decks with just random cards is also like a trick that you can do in the game to get a shitload of energy early on. Oh, is that right? I just like that. that's that's I don't know if that's an issue you ran into as well in your early deck building stuff is you don't have the energy cards to make a bunch of different decks. I never. Yeah, I, I mean. I Especially did. if you want to move out of like um, the types that you started with. That yes, like, like I did. We'll send out of those types. You're gonna struggle with energy a bit, so yeah. you can just load up a deck with all your energies, and then there's a an NPC you can talk to somewhere, and he's just like, "Oh, you don't have any energy cards. Here's a bunch," and he gives you just like a shitload of oh, uh, shit. each energy type, except for the double colorless. No, but I never any found of the basic I, ones. I never found that, but. Uh, yeah, I went, because he doesn't tell you he'll do that for you. You just have to have no energy right. in your collection. But if it's in your deck, it's not in your collection. Oh no! I, yeah, I never, I never ran into any major problems with that. But like at the very beginning of the game, when you go into the first lab where they they let you pick a deck of cards, like you know, instead mm -hmm. of picking a grass, fire, or water Pokemon, you get to pick a Bulbasaur deck, a Charmander deck, or a Squirtle deck. And I went Bulbasaur because I'm a Bulbasaur guy. And yep, I um, I think I, you're wrong, I think, but okay fuck you it is i think i won i think i got three badges before i really needed another deck yeah, like yeah i, I think combined... yeah, mo all three of the decks can pretty well take out three gyms without yeah. much change so so by the time i really did need another deck i had enough energy that i was okay. like i'm okay now so um so we'll explain Alex, so if you've never played it basically like when you have your hand and again, if I'm wrong, Keegs, tell me. But like, there's basically yeah. three types of cards you can have, and one is a Pokemon, mm -hmm. uh, one is an energy card, and then one is mm -hmm. like a like Trainer. an item card, yes. basically. Trainer cards. Yeah, just and like so the, the items and trainers. Right. Yes, and those are basically, like I said, your potions, your revives. You can get like a Professor, Professor Oak, Oak card, yeah. where you scrap your hand and draw a new hand, stuff like that. The the Pokemon cards, as I'm sure you can imagine, are your Pokemon. And then for the Pokemon to attack, they have, like, just for argument's sake, and I don't even know if I'm using this correctly. Like, I'm just, for argument's sake, uh, if you want to use an Abra's attack, it, it has one attack, and it needs one psychic energy to be able to do that attack. So the third mm -hmm. types of cards in your hand are energy cards. And the energy cards can be, like, the different types from the game, which are grass, water, fire, electric, psychic, fighting, or normal. Yep. Yes um yeah i think you got all of them i think i got them all yeah in gen one that's all there is and so like yeah. if you want to use an abra you have to play the abra like down on the table and you set the abra down and you're like i've used that pokemon now but the abra is literally useless until you take one psychic energy card out of your hand and attach it to the abra and then yeah. if you end up leveling the abra up if you evolve it into a cadabra now it might need three psychic energy to do a more powerful attack you need to attach those those energy cards to it and those are the basic three types of cards and so then when you build your 60 card deck 
it becomes quite the balancing act between like how many Pokemon do I want to take? Because you need to, again, if at any time you run out of, outside of the very beginning of the game, you draw seven cards. And if you don't draw a Pokemon, a starting Pokemon, you get to redraw your hand. Like you have to have one yeah. to start. After that, one. if you don't. One to start. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can keep up to five in like, on like your, in your bullpen, like ready to go. Yeah. And like in your bench, it, it's called. Yes. Yeah, and if you're like if I play that Abra against Keegs and I don't draw any other starting Pokemon and Abra knocks out my Keegs, which is or if Keegs knocks out my Abra, excuse me, which is very easy to do. <laughs> I love Abra, but that yeah. thing's a pussy. Um yeah. if I don't have any other Pokemon on the bench, I'm I'm out of the game. I lose. Doesn't matter if you only got one of your special cards, I'm out. Yeah. Like one of your prizes. So that becomes the and I and I'm interested to know I, and, and I sorry, I know I'm talking a lot, but I'm just trying to set the tone for the game for anyone that hasn't played it yet. And then I'm going to kick it over to you because I want to hear your strategies on this. This is where it becomes tricky. You have to build a 60-card deck. So you you need to have enough Pokemon in your deck that you always have Pokemon to play. You want to have mm -hmm. evolved version of the Pokemon, like a Kadabra or an Alakazam, because they're more powerful. But you can't play them until you've put an Abra down. So yeah. you Yeah, you that's, have to that's the other thing you didn't mention with the uh, evolving your Pokemon. You can't play a stage, like a stage one or a stage two. So like your Kadabra or your Alakazam, yeah. you can't just play them. It has to evolve from an Abra. There is certain cards that will let you just play it. Yeah. Or like there's cards that'll let you like skip an evolution stage, but so that out of so the gate, becomes, you can't just play them. Right. So that becomes even more of the balancing act because you only have 60 cards. And so you're like, fuck, if I only take one Abra one Kadabra and one Alakazam, I can have, and it happened to me, I can have the Kadabra and the Alakazam sitting in my hand ready to go, but until that Abra shows up, they're useless. They are dead in the, they are dead cards. So mm -hmm. my fucking Abra shows up. So you need to have enough Pokemon to stay alive during this battle, but you also need to bring enough energy to power up the Pokemon you're carrying. And keep in mind that like you can attach, say a grass energy card to an Abra, but some Pokemon need specific energy types to do their attacks. Some Pokemon, it'll be like, you need one Psychic and then one anything. So yeah. you need to have enough energy to make your attacks work, but you also have to have enough Pokemon to work. But then you also really should bring a few of those trainer cards for, for potion, potions and looking for energies. Or you can get a Pokeball card where you can try to draw another Pokemon out of your hand. And it really becomes, and I and I found that to be really the the my favorite part of the game. And I didn't think it would be because I don't mm -hmm. particularly like deck builders. I love Slay the Spire, but what I love about Slay the Spire is that my deck starts from scratch every time. Yeah, like the reason I tapped out on Magic the Gathering and Hearthstone once I started playing them was because I didn't have the patience to balance my decks and go in there and fine tune. But that was what I liked about this one. So I'm sorry, I'm done yeah. talking well, now. I, like. Those are kind of per sorry to cut you off before no, no, you're no. about to apologize for talking too long. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> but no, go ahead. Um, but yeah, like that that's what I like about it being a video game too, as opposed to like the card game, because the card game is perpetual, right? Like you're playing the card game for as long as you want to be playing the card game and collecting yeah. it for as long as you want to. Like yeah. I only just got into Magic the Gathering in 2018 but I've been playing mostly on since. And it's a lot to keep up with, plus everything that came out before. Right. Whereas with this game, you don't got to worry about anything that came out before the game or after the game because it's not in the fucking game. Exactly. You just get to play your game. So this is, and, and I, and I think that's what hooked me with this one was you're right. Like, and, and like people have asked me, are you going to start playing the game in real life now? And I'm like, I don't think so. Partially because I don't, I've seen how much some of these fucking cards are worth. I don't have that kind of money. And yeah, 
partially because now there's like, I don't even know how many different kinds there are now and everything. That was one of the things that really spoke to me about this game was I was like, this is just Gen 1. I know every single one of these Pokemon. Like, I, yeah. I'm comfortable here. And I this is this is my safe space. So I, I agree with you. I think that's part of what clicked for me. I want to know your strategy because you're better at this game than I am, I assure you. When you're yeah. when Keegs is building a deck, <laughs> not your starter deck, but you're working on a deck now. What's your game plan here? Okay, so um, well, I I start with Charmander because obviously because you're a freak. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure, because I'm a freak, but also because fire is the best. Oh. Um, but yeah, so then like I just uh, it depends how I'm feeling like that time I'm going to play through. Like sometimes I'll uh, like I'll just go to the computer and I'll save Scum because like um the professor he'll send you an email every time you go to a new club about yep. what kind of cards the the gym leader the the club master is going to play just like a little tip on hey here's what you're going to run into with the boss and then he'll give you a pack of cards you can reset your game over and over again till you get the rare card that you want from the pack and so i would do that to get the specific cards otherwise like i'd have a couple decks that i would play with like usually i would just take charmander whatever other pokemon i'm feeling just swap him in and out like i would just use one deck and just swap in and out typings as i needed them wait as wait, I went wait, around wait, the wait, gyms. wait wait so so you didn't you didn't use because you can build four decks in this game it's like you have four different spots in your backpack for as long as you have enough cards to yeah. fill the deck like you can't again like we said you can't use charmander the same charmander card in two decks you have to have two separate ones you didn't use the four slots you just rolled one deck and just not it? not right away like for okay. the first handful of gyms i just used the one and tweaked them okay yeah, uh, me too, and like start. same thing like i said i played this game a bunch so it just depends how i feel like doing the playthrough so like sometimes i said i'll just grind out my best deck that i like building and then just like cruise through the game because i want to just enjoy the the experience of playing the game or i'll just like fight it through like you're supposed to but right. yeah I, I go super weird and just do one deck swapping stuff in and out okay and uh and then once i've beaten about four i think then i'll usually just like make a couple different yeah. actual decks like i said i just I'm, i always have no energy at the start unless i do that little trick to to get okay. a whole bunch so like so one of the things I've, and if you're not, if you've never played it, like this is on Nintendo Switch Online. That's where I played it on the Game Boy. Like I, I genuinely really, if you like Pokemon, if you don't like Pokemon, I don't see anyone getting a lot out of this game. But if you mm. like Pokemon, I recommend, it's really fun. Even if you just like card games, if you like yeah, either agreed. card games or yeah. Pokemon, it's just a fantastic short little game. Like and, it only takes, what, 10 hours or so? Yeah, I beat it in about 10 hours. Yeah. yeah and, like, it, and that's and I, it, no experience playing the card game. Yeah. Like, and that was one of the things. Hours. Yeah, that was one of the things I had written down uh, to, to to bring up was like if you if you never played the Pokemon card game, this is a this is I like it. I, I mean, I I assume that if I was to walk into like a fucking game club thing here at Edmonton and try to play it against like actual people, I would get dominated. But at yes, least I know that like fast. this will teach you all the rules to the game. Yep. Like this will teach you how to play it, and it's mm -hmm. really not. There's a lot of depth to it, but at, on its surface and how to learn it, it's not a very complicated game. Yeah, it's, which is what well, I think it's is another really one of those it. easy to pick up, difficult to master. Hundred percent. Like this one's not difficult to master. The no. game as a whole is, but this specific, like pocket of the Pokemon card game, 
like there's definitely a bunch of strategy to it but like it's it's easily attainable to get good at this game yeah absolutely um so here's what we're gonna do we're already at half an hour i still want to talk about the, <laughs> the different the different types of pokemon i want to talk about the one major gripe i have with the gameplay uh i want to talk about uh some of our favorite cards and all that we'll do all that let's pause now i need a sip of my beer anyway so let's pause now okay we'll, we'll let a sponsor come in and hopefully say something uh and then we'll be right back and we'll uh we'll get into the nitty-gritty of the of the ptcg this show is sponsored by better help podcasting is a weird job because i talk to you nerds all the time every day i tell you all about my life the good and the bad the ugly i kind of keep that offline and it's not that i don't want to talk about it i'd love to talk about it i just need to pick and choose who i talk to we all have stuff that just lives in our minds rent free 24 7 talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up the more likely it is to blow you've heard me say it before and you're gonna keep hearing me say it therapy is the way therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to and better help is a great way to go about it i don't bs you guys i don't say i've used something if i've never used it I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times, it's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video, and you can do it that way, or you can do it over the phone, or even just over chat, and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy, as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. Okay, so we were saying, so we've, we've explained the very basics of how the game works. Um, one thing that I, I had a major time adjusting to, and I don't think it'd be quite as bad if you played it in person. Like, it's not even, I'm not criticizing the game, I'm not going to take any points off of it, but one drawback to playing this on the Game Boy is if, if I was sitting at a table with you, Keegs, and you and I were playing this game at any given moment, I can lean over and read each card and read what each card's attacks do and stuff. In this mm. game, every time, and I don't know the cards very well, so literally every second turn, I'm yeah. clicking the check option, going into half the cards that are on the table, both mine and my <laughs> opponent's Pokemon, reading what their abilities are, reading what they're weak against. Mm-hmm, Again, mm-hmm. not a huge... I'm not going to knock it, because there's literally no option on Game Boy. It's the only choice. Yeah, But it is a pain in the ass to go in and out of those menus yeah, so much. Yeah, reading, reading the cards is definitely clunky, but I'm... Yeah, I... It's a gripe for me, but I'm also like understand that it is the Game Boy Color. There like, was no other D-pad option. It's got a D pad and two buttons. Yeah, like, there was no other option. Yeah, um, and it's important to read for it, it because... being like for it being a Game Boy, like it packs a bunch of information. Oh like, yeah, you it teach yep. like you go and examine a card, you learn every fucking thing you ever Everything. would want to know about that card. And like, it's, I think and... it has like the real like copyright and artist information of like the paper version of that card. Yeah, yeah. And it's like and the it's... cards from the game are all have a paper copy. Yeah. Like, and they're it, they're all real cards that existed in paper, except for like one uh one or two special cards, I think. And and they're very uh there's a lot of information on them, but they're very easy to read. Like you mm-hmm. on your turn, you can look at your hand, you can attack with your Pokemon. 
you can check, which is basically look at the table, and then you can click on any Pokemon on the table, yours or your opponents that are on, not if they're in your hand, but once, because that's the thing is when you when you um, when you bench a Pokemon. So if I've got if I've got uh, Magikarp, I love my little Magikarp. If I have my Magikarp out there fighting, uh, and I have a Pikachu and a Hitmonchan benched, they're face up. Like my opponent can see if they're in my hand, they're not face up. You don't know I'm holding them, but if you knock out my Magikarp. I can't then be like, oh, wait, I have a Hitmonchan in my pocket and I'm not dead. Like, no, I'm dead. You need to have them on the table. And once mm. they're on the table, they're easy to read. Even in this game, the only nuisance is you have to click them individually to read them. But like Keek yeah. said, everything is right there. And they it's so well laid out. And it's so... The only thing that I struggled with with that kind of stuff is that they eliminated like half the... Like there's no bug type. There's no dragon yeah. type. Yeah, and, a lot of everything got rolled into other yeah, to and every it. And Pokemon never have more than one weakness. So, like, you know, when you're playing... Mm -hmm. uh, if you're playing Pokemon Red and you have a Geodude, you know that grass and water will fuck you up. In this game, and Geodude is not a rock Pokemon because rock's not a type. Geodude, I believe, is a fighting Pokemon. Yeah. And it's not weak against water. I think grass? I think water, yeah. I think it's weak to grass. No. Isn't fighting weak against psychic? Uh, psychic type, Some. or like fighting types that are fighting types are rock right. types that are fighting types are weak to generally water or grass. Still, like Thank their you. weaknesses will still be what like the Pokemon's actual weakness would be, like closer to it, like yes. within the conf confinements of the game. Yes, but the typings of what the Pokemon are definitely got and, condensed. And, yeah, a lot. And and that was that was what fucked with me it was like the my opponent would put out a Geo dude and I have a, a again let's just say a Magikarp out there, and I'm thinking like oh fucking a like Magikarp because the thing about this game is like your your attacks don't vary by type like it's not like a Magikarp uses I'm just pulling basic attacks out of my ass here mm. a Magikarp uses tackle tackle is not a normal attack and it's like whatever type your Pokemon is like in a Magikarp for example is a water Pokemon every attack the Magikarp does has water on it. Doesn't matter yeah. if it's a water attack or not. Yeah. And so I'm up against Geodude, who has been made a fighting type in this game because rock doesn't exist. I'm thinking Geodude is weak against water. I'm using my 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 Magikarp and it's not doing extra damage. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I realize like, oh wait, because they made it a fighting type. But you're right, it's a fighting type that's weak against grass, like a rock would be. And yeah. Again, if it's all right there on the table and you can see it clear as day, it's easy. But I would recommend if you've mm. never played this game, don't let this scare you off. But just know that, especially in the first few hours, you're going to be checking a lot of cards to just be like, don't don't bank on your muscle memory. Yeah. You know, but like the, the information's all in the game, too. Like, it's all right there. like you said at the start, like you go through a tutorial battle with what's his face and it's it's not very long. You only go through a few turns, but you yeah. cover every card type you cover evolving like you cover every basic thing you're going to do yeah. in the game there's definitely certain strategies you have to figure out on your own but it teaches you how to play the game and then, then if that's not enough you can talk to professor mason and he he will just like list everything like he'll give you a list of things you can ask about yeah. and you can click each one and then just read about it too if you're not quite getting it from playing yeah, like you can just read all the information in the game. Like it's yeah, yeah. It took it's me about... completely self-contained. If you know nothing about Pokemon or the card game, like you like you did, you can just go in and learn it all within yeah. the game. And like it's it, very it's fantastic, like that. Very user friendly. Like I say, my the only thing that fucked with me was 
that classic muscle memory of knowing types and then having to adjust on the fly mm. to the different types because some Pokemon will have either um, a weakness or a resistance. They don't all have it, but some do. And if they're and what's what I really like about this game too is that Poke, uh, your your HP is just in even numbers of ten. So like if a Pokemon yeah. has fifty health, they basically have five damage counters, and you can only do damage in increments of ten. And so it's yeah. really easy to keep track of the damage. What's cool is if a Pokemon is weak against an attack, it'll do double damage. So if I have a, uh, you have like Keegs has a Charmander, and and I'm I'm using my Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is weak against fire. If Keegs attacks with his Charmander, even if it's not like by playing the game of fire attack, because Charmander is fire scratch. type, it's yeah, One scratch. colorless energy scratch ten damage. It's it's gonna do fire damage because yeah. everything they 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 boil it down to keep it simple. Um, so whenever you attack with somebody else's weakness, you do double damage. Whenever you hit them with something that they're resistant against, for example, if I try to use, um, oh, if I if I try to use. Uh, grass against yeah 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 yeah. uh if you try to use something that someone's resistant against the first 30 damage you do is blocked and i will say i believe that was standard back then and then i think sometimes resistance can change now but back then i remember it being pretty well just blocks 30 damage across the board and like and that this is i do have one gripe that i and we might as well let's i like this game a lot but where i found frustrating outside of that fucking coin which we'll get to (laughs) which we'll fucking get to i had one fight and it was actually against one of the four grandmasters and it was an electric uh master i think so Mm -hmm. i brought a whole bunch of uh fuck what did i bring i don't remember what i brought now but oh it's fighting fighting pokemon oh yeah but then, and you got fucked by the zapdos yes that electric guy had like four yeah. zapdos which is an electric yeah. pokemon but it's not weak to fighting it's actually resistant to fighting because so, it's flying exactly and flying so resists fighting like it's yeah so it's blocking the first 30 hp of damage oh, i'm doing and i'm not getting anything strong enough to do more than 30 damage so yeah it's not hurting me because my pokemon are resistant to lightning but I'm not hurting it because it's Pokemon are resistant to fighting. And we're just sitting here twiddling our thumbs. It was so obnoxious. And it, yeah. and like, again, I don't even want to say that's a criticism because I get that that just comes with the territory of the games. And I learned my lesson and I, I rebuilt my deck to bring in a few Pokemon that weren't fighting so I could use them to do yeah. Zapdos and I was fine. But fuck and those, me, dude. those really, really long, dirtly games don't happen that often. No. Like, I, like, I it, like it does happen. Like, like, I'm pretty good at deck building. I like to think, and I've still had just some games that that's just the way it goes. Yeah, and um, it's just so tedious. And it's like it's like playing chess when you're each down to like three pieces and you're just dancing around the board. It just goes forever. Yeah. The one thing about that to keep in mind in this game, though, is if either player runs out of cards to draw, because at the beginning of your turn, you always draw one card. If you have no cards left to draw, you lose. And yeah. so I actually beat a couple of people in this game by them I'm getting ahead of them in the card count. Like they have much fewer, many, like a lot fewer cards than I do. And I would just mm-hmm. wait them out and just yep. let them run out that's, of cards. That's another strategy. You just like wall them out with stuff like Chansey and uh, yeah. Kangaskhan. Yes. Just big HP dudes. Yeah. And you just chill and let them deck themselves out. It's just, uh, it just gets tedious. And I will yeah. say if you're on the other end of that, where it looks like you're going to lose in that fashion, I wish this game had a forfeit option. 
Yes. Like, because there yeah. isn't one. That's you why either... I just try. I had to train myself to just save before every single battle. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, just in case something yeah. goes off. And, it, and it's not save scumming because you can save in this game anytime you want as long as you're not in a fight. Yeah. So oh, just... if I lose, yeah. I lose. Like, yeah. and, like same here. I'll, I'll take a loss sometimes, but like, I, like, it's more just like if it's going to be a long, dirtly game like that. Yeah. Then, like, I just, I don't want to do it. Yeah, dude. But yeah, oh. that that one against that grandmaster is like a very specific like ha gotcha moment because yeah, you played the whole game fighting as strong against electricity. You, I don't know if you even if anybody has any zap doses. If they do, not many, so it's not really a card you encounter. No, he has like and, three of them. Yeah, and he yeah he runs a full playset of two, I think two or three different kinds of zap dose. Oh. Because each each individual, it'll be like Zapdos level 68. That's a unique card. Zapdos right. level 42, that's a unique card. Oh. And so, like, yeah, he's just got a fucking deck full of Zapdos, and you come in there with your full fighting team, and he's just like, get fucked. Yeah, and I even, the second time I fought him, I even, I what I did was I threw some executes and executors in my deck. Mm -hmm. Just to be like, there, I have something that I can use against this guy. And then yeah. I forgot to put some grass uh, energy in my deck. <laughs> and they need grass energy to attack. Yeah. And so I was still fucked anyways. I couldn't attack him anyways. And I was like, oh, God yeah. damn it. Fuck you. I hate that guy. I hate him. And I fucking hate Ronald, your rival in this game. Because oh, he beat me awful. every time we fought until the end of the game. Oh, he dude. He... Honestly, he might be one of the strongest rivals in like the Pokemon series. He fucks you up, man. Like, holy sh yeah. His deck, like, it it's good. Like, it's definitely beatable if you know it's coming. But like, for it being just a random, especially considering some of the shitty decks you play against. Yeah. Like the the club leaders have some pretty tuned decks, but some of the some of the club members have some pretty bad ones. Yeah. Uh, but Ronald, he comes every time with a pretty fucking tuned deck. Yeah, and, and like even... you need to have, have made some upgrades pretty quick after. I think you have to fight him after your like second, your first or second, uh, medal. Yeah, and you don't and it's like if you don't know he's coming and when you go to like a club to fight the club master, you know like oh it's the fighting club master. It's probably got a lot of fighting Pokemon. I'm gonna bring some psychic to fuck this guy up, right? Like but Ronald yeah. just has whatever the fuck he wants. And so yeah. you're like I I never I didn't beat him until the end of the game. I didn't beat him once. He he fucking handed me my ass every time. Yeah. Fuck him. And he he gives you unique cards when you beat him. So, so you, I if heard. you lose, yeah, if you lose to him, you can't even hundred percent the game. Fuck but him. I mean, I think... regular you can't anyways because there's like this card pop thing that you can't do. Um, it, it just used the little IR sensors on the Game Boy colors, and you just like basically just tap the Game Boys together, and you each get a card. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it it had that's that had like the one or two unique cards that were specifically for the game that weren't made based off paper ones. And that was the only way you can get them. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't go for the hundred. I think I ended the game with like 201 or something of the 226. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm done like this. I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Like I'll, I guarantee you, I will play this game again. I mm. loved it. It but has great replay value too. Sure. Pick a back different to deck, comparing it types. to, yeah. Back yeah. to comparing it to the original Pokemon. Like, yeah, Pokemon's replayable. Like you can, you can always mix up your party, but it's like you don't really get that freedom right away like you do in this one. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
your three starter decks and friends, like they're fairly similar. Yeah. But like you can change that deck pretty quickly yeah and start doing different things with it and it just yeah. feels different and you go just the way you explore the game it just it's way more it's all completely like open world like you just choose whatever order you want to fight the club masters in yeah yeah it's got a little mega man to it although like yeah i did find it yeah just i guess a, more mega man than open world yeah it, i did find it just like a, a hint annoying when I would go to fight like the the fighting man, uh, man boss, whatever the fuck, and he's like, mm. "Oh, you can't fight me till you find my three proteges." So then I'm yeah. going around to the clubs and I have to just find three random dipshits standing around and beat them and then go back and be like, "Oh, that was the three fight." There's a couple yeah. of them at like most of them will just fight you whenever you get there, but a couple of them you have to go and do something else first. Yeah, to get it them was to fight weird you. that there was no consistency with it. None. Like I get it. Like that was that was I get the gym puzzle, but it's like some of them didn't have a gym puzzle. Mm -hmm like i guess yeah, there's was... usually one gym that isn't usually very puzzly it's just like a, a fight everything kind of gym but like yeah. there was more than one of those yeah like Not... there's more minor yeah, complaint and... just a little bit of a nuisance yeah if any. yeah and then like there's i think um the water metal can you get right away that was the first one i got yeah all you have to do yeah. is fight all of her like oh yeah yeah you have to fight all her lackeys yeah, yeah there's there's one of the is it the psychic maybe it's the psychic one or the science one that you have to have a couple medals first before you can go fight yeah him? He, he's like I, that was the second last one i got because every time i would go to yeah. fight him he's like standing in the corner and he wouldn't turn around and look at me oh and yeah I'm like, yeah i must have to do something and that ended up being the second last yeah. one i got before the fight yeah, but like those are like so it kind of it's not like fully you can pick any of the eight but like for the most part it, it kind of tries the way i think the way they do it like that is so that you don't just like take your starter deck and run to go fight the psychic guy with the alkazam deck that'll just stomp you like it kind of tries to gear you to go to go towards one of the decks or like one of the the clubs that your deck would be strong against all right sorry about that everybody some little technical difficulties that i'm now competent enough at my job to fix after 276 fucking episodes thank fuck um you did it the only two things i had left written down that i really wanted to get to keegs were favorite cards which i want to save because that's a positive mm -hmm. and that motherfucking coin which i want to get into now because it's oh negative. man that fucking coin if so if you've never played it, the only part of the game I think we haven't touched on at all is a lot of parts of the game are just dependent on a coin flip. They can be like, if you have an attack that might cause confusion, yeah. uh, then you have to flip a coin to see if they are confused. And then if your opponent, if your if your Pokemon gets confused, whenever you go to attack, you have to flip a coin. And if you get heads, you land your attack. If you get tails, you hurt yourself. Like you've all been there. There's all kinds of cards and things that do this kind of shit with coins. And... Uh, Listen, Keegs, between me and you, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but that that coin's fucking rigged. Yes, it is 100% rigged. It's been proven that it's rigged. All right. Good. <laughs> yeah. That rig, like, I don't need to go uh, all like, like Jones in, here, in two different but... ways, it's rigged. So, like, it's rigged in its odds. Its odds aren't actually 50-50, if I'm remembering correctly. That, like, you know, everybody digs into games. Like, uh, so, yeah, like, people are taking a look into the mechanics of the game and it's, it's not quite 50 50. Like it tries, I don't know how it tries to balance it, but it's also where it writes it with the random number generator. Like, yeah, you can't, I read something about that where too. it saves it. You can't like save scums. Cause like, it'll like, you can like auto save in battles. 
and like go back and retry a turn but it that coin is always going to be like where it predetermines is before you even select the move that will require you to flip the coin on that turn yeah like the any coin flips like any potential coin flips get written at the start of your turn i'm pretty sure like right. it's fucking and I, and I it's believe super that. weird on the positioning like i get it why they did it to but like they don't try and stop save scumming elsewhere so it seems weird that it's just in that one spot with coin flips yeah oh those coins too like fuck me you'll get into like an attack where like uh which pokemon is it it might be uh execute egg, yeah executor, executor has one of those ones that can shoot like i think eight times i think it's egg bomb can go off it's 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 something like every every power it has attached to it, it it does like or energy it does one more attack or something yeah and they're all coin flips and i was fighting oh. a guy who had eight on it yeah. and it flipped like seven out of eight heads yeah. and just wrecked me and i was like the fuck out of yeah, here I had a, and it's and i know like that can happen once but like that happens all the time yeah uh i frequently would get wrecked by a kangaskhan that it has yes i think it has the same one where it can uh is it Kangaskhan? There's something else that attacks, and no, every Kang time it hits, you just flip again, and it keeps hitting until you lose a flip. And like, oh, I, yeah, I don't think that was because I use Kangaskhan a lot. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think it had Kangaskhan, that attack, but, but yeah. I don't remember what it was. No, then, you can but, you can get fucked. Yeah, there's sometimes so, where the computer, yeah, oh. they'll hit every poison and paralysis flip, every confusion flip. They'll nail them in a battle, and you'll get fucked on every single one of them. Yeah, yeah, that one where it keeps flipping and attacking every time you until you lose. Like I've been hit multiple, like where it has like three times overkilled my Pokemon. Like yeah, I think so it's dead. Infuriating. Stop, stop! Like, he's already uh, dead. He's already dead. Yeah, the fucking coin, man. It's. I will say too, like, is that compared to the real tabletop? Like, I assume the real tabletop version is it as reliant on coin flips as I assume this is like a pretty accurate port. Uh, minus the fact that the coin, the coin's not rigged in. Real yeah, life. there's definitely decks that do coin flips still, but it's definitely it's it's not as prevalent. Prevalent? Yeah. Prevalent? Prevalent. 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 Yeah. That was in the game today. As far as one... I remember, I've only played a little bit of it like these days. Like sure. I jump in on the, the online version on my computer, like every once in a while, just for a few games, but I don't see as many coin flips as in like the old base set. That that was the one thing that irritated me about it. And the thing about it is like on on the on the topic of just having to use a coin. I have limited criticism of that because I don't know what other choice there is for stuff like, oh, whether or not you're confused. Who do you hit when you're confused? Yeah. I can live with the fact that they had to go to the coin or like rolling a dice or something like that. My criticism is just with the fact that I'm like, the if that is fucking, if that, if that coin is legit, I am the least lucky person in the world. That's where my criticism comes in. That coin can go fuck itself. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck it's... you. Also, fuck you, Ronald. Yeah. But mostly fuck that coin. Fuck Ronald, fuck the coin. Yes. What are ah, your thoughts on Imakuni then? I did fight Imakuni once. I found that random guy yeah. and I beat the shit out of him. Okay. Do you like so, do you like his character? I don't know if he's supposed to be tough. No, he's weird. Uh, he I don't can know. be. Like his deck is just weird. It does weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just I just found him weird. I, yeah. Did he cast his card on you at all when you battled him? I don't remember. Okay, well, you. Oh I, no, I you'll remember because the card doesn't do anything. It's a card oh, yes, with him, yeah. It's that. a card with him on it, yes. and all it does is make his Pokemon confused. 
Yes, he yeah. did use some card that didn't seem to do anything. Yeah, like, it makes that? his Pokemon Good. confused. Okay, yes, I did run into him. Yeah, he's... I, I, I think uh, he's like a real guy, like based on a real guy. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I thought it was cool. Like, I like the name, and then it ends in a question mark and shit was neat. Yeah. But, like, Strange I ran into him and started... Imakuni. Yeah. I, I ran into him and started battling him, and I was like, oh, I'm probably about to get wrecked. But And then I just, like, manhandled him, and I was yeah. like, the fuck was that? Like, I th- and then he just left, like, oh, right. Yeah, I think he tooled me a couple times when I was a kid, but, yeah, he mostly mm. just, anytime I fight him in repeat playthroughs, it seems that he just spams his card until I beat him. Right. And don't don't take me saying that I beat Imakuni as a flex cuz like I said I lost to the tutorial guy 3 times. So, not a flex that I beat Imakuni. <laughs> uh I just did. So, um so the only things I have left in my notes are favorite cards and just quickly before we get into the favorite cards cuz that's the part I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh I have to just say buddy, this is this is probably now my favorite Game Boy soundtrack. Oh yeah, the the music it's gets really pretty repetitive, good. but it's really good. Yeah, I never turn the sound off, yeah. and like, it, it yeah, the music slaps. in this game is like, really good. It's one of those ones where like, uh, the loops are kind of shorter, but it's still good the whole way through. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. Like you'll have already heard some of it. You're gonna hear more of it in a few minutes. Uh, I love the music. I love the music. I love the the graphics because I from when you're not in a battle, it looks like a classic Pokemon yeah. game. And when you are in for a battle, Game you get Boy? to see the artwork from the yeah, cards. For Game Boy, they recreated that artwork pretty fucking well. For yeah, I think the, Game the Boy, cards like, look great. Yeah, like yeah. Frankly, the 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 car, like the images of the Pokemon in this game from the cards look look exponentially better than the actual Pokemon sprites in Pokemon Red and Blue. Oh yeah, leagues. <laughs> like, yeah, it's those, night those and day. original sprites. Yeah, they they oh. got a lot of work done on the two years in between this and the yeah yeah they the, sure did. Yeah, I think this came They're out right heinous. before Gold and Silver. Then I don't know. I I would I assume so. Yeah, um, yeah, now we're talking too deep for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we end this thing and score it, I just want to know. I have a few picks, but I I I I've talked a lot. What favorite cards do you have? Some? I do. I have a few that yeah. I want to shout out. Because well, I think when you were asking me about decks earlier, you wanted me to kind of like give you a little sneak. What deck do I like to play? Yeah, what do you like? uh, I run a bunch of guys that don't evolve because evolving is slow and stupid and usually never works. Uh, So I run a Scyther and a Hitmonchan and an Electabuzz and then just like a whole mess of trainers to just like like a few Pokeballs, some Professor Oaks, some Bills to just draw cards, just draw through my deck as much as I need so I can keep my bench always full and then just whichever... Uh, one of those three guys like the deck works against any other deck just you, you just pick one of the three as a tight matchup and then just give her and they got like they it. their moves are pretty cheap uh scythers is a little more expensive but because it's colorless you just give them a green energy and then a double colorless and that's nothing yeah yeah and a little combo wombo you easy. give them a green energy yeah. use uh focus energy and then turn two double colorless energy and use slash for 60 damage regular and then if it's weak to grass you're killing whatever you're attacking basically oh yeah it's messing because like i think the maximum health something can have is once i think 160 60 yeah 160 or 120 there's a few that have 120 i can't remember if anything had 160 back then 
Yeah. I so uh I always rolled with either a Kangaskhan or a Chansey in my deck. Mm-hmm. And if I drew them first, they were out right away. Mm-hmm. And I don't even care if they ever do any damage, but like they have eighty or a hundred some health. I think and, I think Kangaskhan's got ninety and Chansey's uh one of those one twenties. Yeah, and they can just sit out there and take a beating. And the best part is you put any single energy on Kangaskhan, and then on his turn, you can draw an extra card. Yeah, yeah his fetch And it doesn't even matter great. that he can attack. Yeah. You just leave him out there to take a beating, and while he's taking a beating, you're souping up your bench and getting everyone ready. Yeah. Uh, so I'd always roll with them. I also quite liked Electabuzz. I don't know why. That thing was just a beast. I just He's one of my favorite Pokemon from that gen, and all three of those happen to be three of my favorites from Gen 1 as well. So it was like, oh, it's exactly. really cool yeah. that they were also just fantastic cards from the base set. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't remember. I think it's Hitmonlee. One of them can kick a Pokemon that's on the other team's bench. Yeah, there's a there's a few. Uh, yeah, I think his high jump kick can hit the bench. There's a few yeah, Pokemon that can hit the bench with stuff. Some of the electric yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, I had a Pikachu that could shock the yeah, bench too. Yeah, it's a big thing with electric but, Pokemon, but. Yeah, but I really liked Hitmonlee because I would just like, I didn't even care how strong the Pokemon you had out was. I'd knock out some of your like unevolved 30, 40 HP one mm. on your bench and just steal some. And uh, I know you mentioned the evolutions are a pain in the ass, which I agree with. But dude, Alakazam, oh, if you yeah. can get one on your bench, Alakazam is it dope. has a power. If you don't know, if you never played the game, a select few Pokemon have powers that you can use either once or basically it's on their turns. just and Pokemon power, I think, right? Pokemon power. And Alakazam's every turn... You can open up your roster of the Pokemon that's fighting and the five that are on your bench and just move damage amongst them however you yeah. want. And Venusaur and so lets like, you move energy between them. Oh, there was one fight where I got my Alakazam out and then I, uh, it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. I just, I don't remember what I had fighting, but it was just killing everyone. And then every turn it would take some damage. And then on my turn, you don't even have to have the Alakazam in, in the, in your fighting yeah. slot. It's just on your bench. Use its power, take all its damage off, and dump it on a Kangaskhan on the bench, and go back to yeah, fighting that's, again. That's another. That's actually another deck that I I play sometimes. Is yeah, oh, Kangaskhan's and Chan- I couldn't believe it. to just dump stuff off of Alakazam. Yeah, and then Alakazam can also hit for some pretty good damage on his own. Oh I yeah, believe. like I'm I'm a psychic guy through and through. Like because yeah. everyone knows in Pokemon oh, Red and Blue, oh. psychic Pokemon are OG it's, OP as fuck. Yeah, like. Um, it was very strong, and then also some of the mechanics were broken, and it was even stronger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I was, I was a big user of Alakazam, and then actually just quickly out of the trainer cards, I gotta say I was a huge fan of the Gambler cards. Yeah, Gambler's fun, but that like that thing saved coin. my ass multiple times. That fucking coin has fucked me too many times on Gambler. Oh. I don't run it anymore. I'd rather have it, Bill and Professor Oak. I, I like Bill and Oak too. If you've never used it, the Gambler card. Uh, when you play it, you you shuffle your current hand back into your deck, which is the advantage of it over Oak. Because yeah. Oak, if I'm not mistaken, you discard everything yeah, you're holding. Yeah, usually my hand's already Gambler, pretty empty by the time. Like when I play a Professor Oak, my hand usually only has like a couple energy left in it, it or yeah, exactly. an extra copy of a Pokemon I don't need. Like it's the deck right. has no um, fat on it. It's just yeah, f- four copies of each of those three Pokemon, and then just trainers to find them. Yeah, as they when are you, strong enough that you, you don't the, really risk dying on like right away if it's by itself and your bench is empty. So you can kind of yeah. use that. You'll shuffle till you have at least one basic Pokemon to your advantage. Like, yeah, yeah. It's probably not going to die right away. You might not get any backup totally. right away, but it's probably not going to die in the first hit or you, two. You'll you'll keep it alive. Yeah. yeah. 
the uh, that gambler card, you shuffle your hand back into your deck and then flip a coin. And if you get heads, you draw eight cards. If you get tails, you draw one. <laughs> and it has fucked me before. I've never, but the thing about it is, I don't, I wouldn't say it has fucked me because I've only ever used it when I'm already fucked and I I need that hail mary. Yeah. And so if I miss, I'm like, well, I was fucked anyway. That's why I used the card. Yeah, I guess. And if it hits, it saved me multiple times. Mm-hmm. So I, man, I fucking. I guess I I've lo- never really I, gone I love full this hail, game. hail mary when I've played it. It's always been like, yeah. eh, this hand kind of sucks. Let's gamble it and try and find something uh, better. And then I get fucked and get like one energy that I don't need. It's it's such a fun game. Listen, I know some of you are going to write in and be like, oh, I can't believe they didn't mention this oh, glitch uh, or this I didn't thing. mention the um, like uh, ratio for your evolved Pokemon. Yes, it, they're, I said earlier they suck. It's, it's hard to get them good because you need to have all of them. But basically to help draw uh, and enough that you need, you usually go one less of each of the higher stages. Yeah, I did that yeah, too. So you'll like four yeah. Abras, three Kadabras, two Alkazams. Yeah, or a three two one the, is another one that's yeah, that's I was common. I was rolling like three two one or four two one. Yeah. Um because that was really like the only outside of that coin fucking me, the only time I ever really found that I got fucked, and I don't even think it's a criticism of the game. It's just bad luck. This could happen. Yep. Is I would draw a Pokemon that I could put out to start and I just wouldn't hit anymore. And then I w- that one would get knocked out before I happened to draw another Pokemon. Yep. And it didn't happen very often because I learned to make sure I had enough or at least had some items in my hand that I could use to get another Pokemon out. Yep. But once in a while, just bad draws yep. and you and just that's, either... That's baseball. Either you draw you draw a handful of Pokemon and get no energy or you draw a handful of energy with no Pokemon. Yep. And it, it just that's just luck of the draw when it comes... It happens, I got to play poker yeah. sometimes. Poker, magic, digi- it happens in every fucking card yeah. game like exactly. the amount of times oh. i'll just draw a handful of spells and no lands and magic or the opposite like all the fucking time yeah like doesn't so matter how good i build my deck like it just happens once in a while that's yeah random chance i just uh you just learn yeah. you just learn to you just deal yeah. with it thankfully um, the mulligan rules in this game are pretty forgiving most card games oh, this, if yeah. you have to ditch yeah. your opening hand you get one last card to start with yeah this one's like ah, oh, just try again yeah. it's fine we're all friends here. Um, I love it. I love this game. I Listen, I've seen the messages from so many of you saying I need to play the sequel that never came here, mm-hmm. that there's fan translated ones. Uh, y'all know I'm not very tech savvy. I hate dealing with emulators and ROMs and shit like that. I like this one enough that at some point I might try to track down the second one to play it. I'm not in a huge hurry to do so, though. I honestly might do another playthrough of this at some point. Yeah. I just I, I if i miss something i'm sorry we're, we're already over an hour we're gonna wrap this up i just genuinely really really enjoyed this video game yeah this is a great game man yeah i've only played a it's bit so of a fun. sequel i didn't like it as much but maybe i just gotta give it a I, better shake yeah i don't know people keep telling yeah. me to play it like, but i'm like i'm not i don't it's know it's got more I, but i'm <laughs> like i don't know man like this game's got plenty of good pokemon in it already like yeah that's i don't need that's, more that's why Scythe, yeah that's yeah. why i that's why i don't like most modern games because i i like the i like less is more yeah they basically doubled the card 200 count. Pokemon. yeah they they nearly doubled the card count for the sequel yeah that seems but they also doubled the amount of masters you have to fight 16 battle masters apparently because there's a second island I, you go to now well never mind i was gonna say like I'm a little shocked we haven't gotten more games like this, but 
there's there's minimal money to be made in a Game Boy game like this or a whatever you want to call yeah. it. Obviously, their focus now is on the actual games where they can sell you packs and micros yeah. and real. Well, life. you have the, like, like digital version of now. the card game as a service exactly. instead of as standalone games. Like Magic's the same way. Exactly. There's Magic Online and Magic er- the Gathering Arena now, but there is a yeah. few video games out there that are same thing. Little pocket time of this is what Magic was like then. Play some Magic the yeah. Gathering. You'd probably like I, a couple of those. Uh, you know, I tried Magic back in the day, and yeah. I just, it was just, I got fucking destroyed every time I tried playing it. And I just, I was like, yeah. I'm not smart enough for this. Well, anymore. no, that's what I mean, though. Um, like one of the video games. So it's just, yeah, I might have the to same try thing. one of the video you, games. You start weak, and so does the game, and then you just get stronger instead of, well, I hope like, this random person I'm playing against doesn't fucking stomp me. Yeah. And, and I think that's why this game clicked with me was because there was no going up against some super fan that had this like Jack deck full of steroids that massacred me. Yeah. It just me play his computer at my own pace. And it was fun. Um, I don't think we're going to get many more of these. Cause I think obviously their focus now is on the ones where they can sell you packs and make infinite money. I get it. But I, I implore you, if you're listening to this and you like Pokemon, you like card games, or you just like good video games. It's on the Nintendo switch online. Give it a chance. I I went from the very first time I played it being like, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to review this or not. I'm not very good at this. Dude, just, I, this game took over yeah, my life for about a week. I love this game. <laughs> yeah. I could not stop playing this fucking game. Yeah. So um, we got to score this thing. And it's on I'm, the I'm basic Nintendo too- Switch Online too, right? Not the expansion pack? Is this yeah. Game Boy? Yeah, the Game Boy comes with the basic one. Yeah. So it's $20 a year for fuck's wow, sake. Wow, it's a pretty good deal. Um, Yeah, it sure is. Uh. What's well, scored out of 226? There's 226 cards. That makes sense. So, Keegs, the floor is yours. Out of 226 cards, how many cards would you give Pokemon Trading okay. Card Game? Uh, uh, carry the three. Are you counting the cards? Yeah. Carry the three minus divide square root. Uh, I'll give it 223 out of 226. What cost it three cards? That fucking coin? Yeah. Uh, You're like, I was going to give it 226, but I flipped a coin and it lost. Yeah. So fuck it. Uh, uh, the coin, <laughs> the uh, not being able to swap your cards between decks. Like yes. that, that combined with the like not being able to leave the deck if it's not full. Like that whole, yeah. the whole deck building clunkiness and then the clunkiness of the UI in the actual battles. It's not as bad for me anymore because I know all the cards, but like when you're trying to learn the game, it is very front end heavy of learning it. And it's just, it's not the easiest to constantly go to check and move around to each. It's it's pretty easy considering, but it's still kind of a, a pain in the butt. Yeah, I agree. I, um, yeah, I'm going to give it like 200 or so. There was a couple of things like the, the coin is rigged as shit. Ronald fucking sucks. Um, other than that though, like I really like I'd give it like a I'd give it like an eight or nine out of ten if we were on a regular scale. Like, I just really enjoyed playing this. It was just a lot mm-hmm. of fun. I I I would I would sit here right now and argue that like outside of Slay the Spire, this is probably my new favorite card video game that I've ever played. Or well, no, Marvel's Midnight Suns might yeah. be ahead of it, but top three anyways. It's a really fun game. Yeah. And I, I'm really seriously telling you, you don't have to be, I'm not, you don't have to be a diehard Pokemon fan to like yeah, it. Either. You don't even know, had no, you don't need to know how to play it to like it. Cause I didn't, I knew nothing of it when I went in, 
And uh, I I just genuinely really enjoyed myself, man. It's a fun. Yeah, you're not the target demo at all. You're not a huge Pokemon no. fan. You don't play card games. Like, I'm kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, and it clicked for me. So reading is hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And as everybody uh, knows, reading if, the card explains the card. It's fucking bullshit that my goddamn Bulbasaur doesn't do extra damage to the things I think it's gonna do damage to. But no, it's he's they had Bulbasaur to nerf Bulbasaur. They had to nerf him. They're just like, oh, okay. he already sucks, so, so might as well just oh, leave him. Oh, sorry. Just before we leave, quick shout out to, I still don't know how to say it, Gyarados, Gyarados, Gyarados. whatever the fuck, the Evolved Magikarp. Yeah. I, I used one one time, because as much as I love my precious Magikarp, that thing is a, basically a wasted yeah, card yeah. <laughs> in your deck. But when you do manage to evolve it, that Evolve thing is pretty fucking badass. Yeah. It's and just the art is to get cool. it there. Like, oh, exactly. ripping one of those out it's of a just, pack back in the day? Oh, uh, yeah i just I'm, i've always had such a soft spot in my heart for magikarp i don't know yeah i don't know why i i don't even like it reminds very you much. of I yourself like that stupid he's thing. just this maybe i am a magic thing that's just trying its best i am a magic except you don't i'm life's magic you're you're holding an everstone so you're never Word. gonna evolve you're just stuck a magikarp oh. for life and uh, just so that I get the wrath as we leave, uh, fuck Eevee. I hate that thing. I hate most of the evolved Eevees. Uh, I don't use them. Yeah, Eevee's, I hate Eevee's not great in this game. I'll now, say it. Eevee's not good in any form of Pokemon. And uh, I don't give a fuck. Come at me. I don't give a shit. Fuck Eevee. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear like, I don't know. Oh, you're evolving into Jolteon's pretty Dildoion, fucking good. it's pretty good. Jolteon's no, fuck pretty off. Fucking it's like, it's like a crappy fox. Jolteon's pretty fucking I don't care. good. It's one of the fastest Pokemon fuck in the you. game. Fuck you, Eevee. One of the fastest Pokemon uh, in the game? Keegs. One of the fastest Pokemon no, in the game? No, I don't care. I won't move off. <laughs> Give me a chancey. You won't be able to catch uh, it. It's too fast. Fuck it. I hate that fucking thing. Uh, Keeps good talking to you, buddy. Thanks for lightning dog. No, fuck that. Then just it's give me a, a goddamn Electabuzz. He's cute. Oh, he's cool. He's way. not cute. He's cool. Elicit is cute. Elicit is cute. Electabuzz is just like an edgy teenager. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Electabuzz looks like if Barty Gumble was a Pokemon. I don't care for Electivire though, but. Electabuzz no. and Magmar, anyway. those are my boys. Mag Magmar's pretty Mag good. I like that Magmar looks like yeah. it's got a Magmar's brain is like outside of his head. Yeah, Magmortar like is. I'm, I've always on been me. Team Magmar. Yeah, I I don't care for Magmortar as much and Electivire, but they're both kind of growing on me since. Did, did uh, maybe I'm remembering this wrong because I didn't watch the show religiously uh, back in its day. Did Magmar not fight Charizard once in like a volcano or something? Ah, uh, that sounds right. I think it did, and if it did, I I think that's why I'm looking at it. Because isn't that in Pokemon leave. Snap? Isn't that how you get Charizard in Pokemon Snap? You have to hit the Magmar with the apple, and then it breathes fire on the Charmeleon, knocks it into the volcano, and it comes out. Oh Christ! Now you're over my head. Now I don't know, but I did look it up, and yes, I think in the it's cartoon, the Magmar, Magmar that fought that. Charizard yeah. once. I think it and fuck Charizard, Magmar won. Yeah, like you have to I knock have the did, Charmeleon into the volcano to evolve it in Pokemon and Snap, but I don't know if it's via a magmar i feel like it well, is but i don't know somebody magmar, else us. yeah oh fuck people are gonna ping be us in, shit ping right us now. in magmar, the discord whoever listens to this yeah. first ping it ping me in the discord yeah. how yeah, you get charizard okay, and pokemon snap we're leaving keegs thank you for doing this i i am gonna say something and then i'm gonna click end recording uh, I just want to get something out there so that everybody can fucking yell at me and then we're, and then that's it so keegs thank you for doing this i appreciate it buddy and uh, just quickly, Eevee sucks, Charmander sucks, Bulbasaur better, Magikarp better than Charmander, Squirtle is okay, but he's just a moody, a moody 
shitty Ninja Turtle, and Snorlax is an abomination, and I fucking hate it. That's it. That is going to do it for this week's episode, Keeks. Thank you very much. For, thank you so much. God damn it. I still haven't gotten good at this. For giving me a call and talking the Pokemon trading card game and every single one of you hot doggy dogs listening to this right now. Whether this was your first remember the game or your 276th or some other random number. Uh, I appreciate you so much. If it happened to be your 69th, nice. Uh, thank you for listening. If you like this show, leave us a nice review, would you? We've been getting some nice reviews lately and they make me feel good about myself. Every time I take off my shirt and look at myself in the mirror, I... I need to read some of your reviews for the pick-me-up. So thank you very much for those. And if you want more of these, consider helping us keep the bills on at Patreon. Patreon.com slash RememberTheGame. Subscriptions start at just $3 a month. It's like 75 cents a week. And you get up to four additional... Technically, you get two additional shows a week for $3 or four additional shows a week for $5 a month. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Tons of shows. Hundreds upon hundreds of shows waiting for you over there. They're all ad-free. Something for everybody. You can add them all to your favorite podcast service. You actually can add the Patreon feed as its own podcast on Spotify and just listen to them all there. It's fucking... Pretty, pretty, pretty nice. So you can check that out. Plus, you can write into the show, DM with me, all the other good things. Patreon.com slash remember the game. I have Twitch, twitch.tv slash remember the game. Whenever I feel like getting on there, throw me a follow. You'll be able to come by and say hi. Uh, I have a P.O. box. Don't send me anything big. Just send me a, a, a card, a letter, uh, something nice. Tell me where you're listening. I'll write back. We'll be friends. I am slow to write back, but I do do it. So write me. I'll write you back. You can find that at rememberthegamepodcast.com. And, oh, and I'm on Cameo. I'm not very good at doing them, but if you look for Adam Blank on Cameo, you'll find me on there. I think that's it. I think that's enough of an episode. I'm going to get out of here, take my dog for a walk, and play some more Star Wars Shadows of the Empire to get ready for next week's episode. Hopefully that happens. I'm, that's the goal. Uh, and don't forget, if you're a patron, come back tomorrow for Expansion Pass 189, where we will look at the original PlayStation. And I'm actually going to move Game Patch this week to Friday afternoon instead of first thing Friday morning so that I have time to write up about the stuff that breaks at the Game Awards Thursday and I will be adding those to the Game Patch news. All right? Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm going to thank some patrons and get out of here. You are all the best, minus one of you, and you know who you are, and I will talk to you on the next one. Cheers. Remember the game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I turn out every week without all of your support. The following people are at the senior executive vice president level or higher. At patreon.com slash remember the game. And as such, I am contractually obligated to thank them as quickly as possible. So a huge thank you to <sighs> Makeshift Mallow Magic Money, Joe Buck, Sharonic, Andre, The Keegs, James Clark, Dave McGee, Dan of DNA Gaming, Slick Rick, Doug Dorn, Chris Fleury, Andrew Wright, Jordan, Fraser Burns, Little Bunny Fufu 89, Angry Ticks, Dave Thompson, No One Cares, Scott Brooks, Aaron Lawson, Nathan Tremblay, A Town, Morgan, Zane Donovan, Ryan Kinchin, Mike Maloney, G9PSX, Mercury869, Wolfgang, Darren, Andy Hudson, Doogie, Wolf Magic. 21, Johnny from Virginia, Squints, Titan 420, Zonko 504, Jeff Bergeron, Daniel, Tunable Power, John Woodruff, Randy Barrett, Just a Fish, Adam Blank, Still Isn't Reviewed, D's Nuts, Galaxy, Holmes, Zach Shepard, Ballsack, T Pegger, Frosty Feet 492, Chugger 22, Elijah Burns, It's That Nerd, James, Madam Nudisich, I still don't know how to fucking say that one, 
TBXJ, Jameel Williams, Steve Dalk, Mizuru, Juris Dr. Mario, Tyler, Phil Lencher, Joe the Sandman, Eric James, Nick Amos, Mega Mav, Thomas Childs, Biddy, Laces Out Dan, Beaver Boy, C-Spin, Thomas Smith, Nicola, Leroy Westrich, Rush's Dog Walker, Stud Still Smash, Matt Babinu, Gabe, Dan Fusselman, Fuzzy99, Decoy Man, a dude named Adam, Wyatt the Surgeon who's not a Surgeon Row, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Scary Terry, Storm Beagle, Archangel, Otaku, Earl, Hegel Waffle, Kayach, Jimothy, fuck, I'm doing really, I'm really bad at this. Kayach, Chris Williams, Oroku Saki's Gardner, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Dem Boys on the Roof, I cancel my Netflix to afford this shout out. I, I like that. Max Lagroom, James Juan Francesco, John of the Adult Children Podcast, Franklin Badge, Drugs of Bad, okay. Sam Carpenter, Donnie the Dude, Walter, Nerdy Hybrid, The Fletchman, Colin Bollinger, Sleeper Hits, Squeak Nuts, Isaias, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Woomph. 15, Christian Gabriel, Maverick Marty, Radioactive Man, Musty Beetle, Graham Kennedy, John M. Watkins, Timothy Sabrinsky, Beef Dingleberry, Hitchy Poo, Chevy Boy 9211, Burt Macklin, Quiet Place Queen, Cam Nelly 23, Christopher Britt, Zamatos, Big the Cat, Maverick, Bobby Litton, Brandon DeZeba, Kia Pup, Knife Go, or Knife, fuck, Kia Pup, Wheel of Fish. I'm so used to just doing this on autopilot. I'm, I'm so bad at my job. <sighs> A.B. Killen works for me. Alexander Camps, Neil Cooper, Tom Houlihan, Ted Explosion, Ryan Perry, Alex R., Lucas Valadez, Itchy Nutsuru, Mr. Papa Giorgio, Just Car Prank, Solomon Soto, Rated X, Ulint, Darth Skywalter, Postman, WestGen, Nick Creature, Youngster TK, Adam Martinet, The Big Deal, Kevin Monroe, Can't Destroy Her, This MF, all wrapped up in a soft warm flour tortilla. Beers of War, Because 19, Digital Dave, Marcus Mendoza, Lord Longrod, Von Hugendon the second, Roger Staubox, Pool Cleaner, Lucas Shaman, Frosty Bear, Max Sandin, Sour Goatface, Alex Ramos, Faded Suffrage, Benjamin Atkins, Carbon Fiber Zombie, Chris Hill says Long Live Prince Mallow. Ugh. Mellow Yellow 8787, B Money, Hired Goons, Who, It's OG, Tyler Bauer, Fallen Snow Kiku, The Supreme, Chosarizo, E-Man Trucker, Mark Sneed, Raging Irish, Atrio Wormwood, Shoe Boxers, Tornado, Adam Blank, Still Hasn't Reviewed Mario Galaxy, Jay Callahan, Robbie Air Guy, Who Does Things, Sabin, Brian Richmond, Blobby Rogers, Glue Scappin, Bula, Matt Zeus, Buy Me Bone Storm, Plow King, Cesar, Fill Up My Mouth With Farts, Liquor Like Luigi, Cody Thompson, Billy and the Clonosaurus, Chaz Hammond, Elephant Cav, Scissor Fist, Big Dad, Eddie Randall, Ryan Whitcomb, Flinny123, Austin from Past to Present Player Podcast, Lord State Puffed, Johnny Zubu81, AJ McKirji, Lotus, Philip Ramsey, Nothing Could Possibly Go Wrong, there's a voice crack right in the middle of that too, Alex McIntyre, S, Bearded Bastard, Adam Galaxy, Still Hasn't Reviewed Mario Blank, Eric Hopewell, Clockwork, Orange These Nuts, Tess Tickle, David Schroeder, Theodore, Chicken Gizzards, Diablo Spartan, Justin Blair, Wilco, VOS Rager, Captain Steve N, The Cardigan Wearing Wrestler, and Adam's New Personal Assistant. Note to my assistant, get someone better at doing these shoutouts for me so I don't have to do them anymore. Thank you so much for the support, everybody. I appreciate you. Take it easy. Cheers. Goodbye. Whee! Whee!